Who are the Canaanites? Why does Jesus call a woman a dog? And why is her persistence considered faith to Jesus? The goal of this podcast is to help people know Jesus through the Bible. Today, we talk about the encounter Jesus had with a Canaanite woman in the book of Matthew, chapter 15. Welcome to the Jesus Table Podcast. Here we go, episode eight. Welcome, everyone. My name is Elliot Reyna. I'm here with Dr. Nick Venditti, and we've been going through a series on encounters Jesus had with different people, uh, a lot of a lot of different people with different backgrounds and different situations. And today we get one that has been somewhat um, controversial or uh, confusing yeah. to some people. So I'm, I'm excited about it. As a matter of fact, uh, you, you know, you use the word controversial. And if we don't know the background of what's really going on here, we can uh, make some assumptions about Jesus that I don't think are really true. But uh, we'll be discussing all those hot Hot potato issues, right? And we'll toss it to one another and we'll see what God does. <laughs> I'm definitely Why tossing it to you. Why don't you read the story today? <laughs> All right. Well, for those of you who want to follow along, it's going to be Matthew 15, verses 21 and through 28. And it says this. Jesus went away from there and withdrew into the district of Tyre and Sidon. Sidon? Am I pronouncing Sidon, that right? Correct. Sidon. Yep. And a Canaanite woman from that region came out and began to cry out, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and implored him, saying, Send her away, because she keeps shouting at us. But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and began to bow down before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs feed on the crumbs which fall from their master's table. When Jesus said to her, Then Jesus said to her, O woman, your faith is great. It shall be done for you as you wish. And your daughter was and her daughter was healed at once. Yep. <laughs> Crazy story. What? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So we picture Jesus as always a loving it. guy, but let's, yeah, well, where do we start? Yeah, let's unpack it as best we can and uh, help us uh, to communicate in a way that people really can see the underlying issues that were happening here, you know? Uh, and I, th- I think it's, it's interesting if we notice the three different reactions, the majority of the reactions. First, there's the woman, you know, how she reacted to Jesus. But also the disciples. I mean, mm-hmm. the disciples were really harsh. They really, you know, it's like, get her out of here. Please, you know, she's screaming. You know, it sort of reminds me of sometimes in, in possible certain circles, you know, when uh, someone walks in maybe to a church building or a, a certain event that doesn't sort of fit in, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, some people say, What's he or what's she doing here? And I think there's there's a lot to really learn from that. There really is because it, it happens. I know it's happened to me. So uh, uh, I think we need to be careful in, in those issues because, mm-hmm. again, God sometimes brings opportunities in ways that we don't expect it. And least of all, sometimes even people we don't expect. And uh, obviously, what was the reaction of Jesus? Let's try to unpack all of that. 
because uh, if you read it just on the surface, it's a boy, Jesus was really harsh. He was mean to her, you know. Yeah. I've even heard some people say, no, Jesus was, you know, a chauvinist and he, you know, was against women, etc. And I, I, I think that's totally mistaken, but it is an opinion that's out there. So mm. uh, let, let's start looking, first of all, at the woman, you know. Okay, so uh. she's a Canaanite. Who are the Canaanites? Right. What, what is well, that? Well, the Canaanites were the uh, typical or historically they were the enemies of, of Israel. You know, I mean, there were a lot of clashes and battles. Uh, they were polytheistic. And by that, I mean, they believed in many, many gods so that uh, they were enemies really of Israel. And it's curious because Matthew tells us that it's in, you know, uh, in Sidon. Tyre and Sidon. So it wasn't in Israel that this happened. So it was foreign territory, okay. you know, in the provinces. So here you have Jesus uh, being, let's say, in a foreign land, you know, and he goes out there and this foreigner, of course, it tells us she's a Canaanite, uh, comes up to him. And uh, well, we know Matthew lets us know that the disciples were there. But uh, Mark also, who writes writes about this story, doesn't tell us that the disciples were there. But it doesn't mean, you know, that Mark excluded or just uh, wrote something different. It's just the, the details and what they want to emphasize. So you see Jesus is here. He's in a foreign land, and a foreigner comes up to him. He has his disciples, and I would imagine there were probably other, other Jews with him. And it's like the politically correct thing. Who do I please? What do I do? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, from the attitude I think of the of the disciples, you know, it's like, Jesus, get rid of this woman. Get her out of the way. We don't need her. It's bad press, if I can use uh, a term that's used in today's circles, you know. If you're caught with her and people see what you're doing here, they're going to say you've betrayed the cause of Israel, etc. Mm. You know, nationalism and things like that. And it's so, I mean, I just love this story. It, it's just so wonderful when all of a sudden it says, Matthew makes it very clear and says, and Jesus kept quiet. Yeah. Which usually, you know, wasn't, uh, wasn't Jesus, you know? I mean, um, and it says, you know, he was silent. And I wonder, again, this is the version according to St. Nick, Okay. But I wonder if he was just thinking and feeling some of those pressures. You know, the disciples are here. I'm in a foreign land. Uh, of course, being a rabbi, he knew many of the uh, laws regarding the foreigners. And when we look at when we look at this woman, you know, uh, Jesus' answer. Again, you know, woman, I've come for the lost sheep of Israel. What does that mean? Yeah. You know, in the midst of everything, like, what are you talking about? Right. And uh, I think more than anything, what it really means is going back to that promise of Abraham, you know, because it's through his descendants that God would bless the nations. But yet Jesus did not die and uh, didn't uh, wasn't resurrected from the dead. And the Holy Spirit had not come down yet as far as his ministry to the nations, even though we see in the Old Testament, there are some examples of foreigners. Uh, being looked favorably uh, regarding that. But let's say uh, what Paul tells us in Romans, that, you know, the doors are open 
uh, that the nations or the Gentiles, you know, now is the time of the Gentiles, well, they will be coming in. So again, I think he's referring there uh, to Abraham and the promise that God made to him in Genesis chapter 12 and I think 16, 17, and once or twice after that. Mm-hmm. So that uh, he's telling, uh, ma'am, I'm sorry, but, you know, I came exclusively for the moment for the Jews. Right. And, uh, and you know, it's like, uh, she, she, you know, it's like the dog that bites the bone isn't going to let go of it. She was in a desperate situation, and uh, it's like, uh-oh, what do I do now? You know, but we see her attitude. I think her attitude is is really so just so so marvelous to see the way she... It says that she knelt down, you know, she knelt down and showed respect towards Jesus. And, um, you know, Jesus marveled at that, you know, rather than uh, her possibly getting mad at him or anything like that, we see how she keeps insisting. And, of course, you have in the background, again, uh, I like movies and I like films and things like that, and I could just imagine if we, if this would have been filmed, you know, you have Peter and the disciples, come on, come on, guys, come on, guys, come on, come on Jesus, come on, don't you know this is bad press, etc. And yet we see just the opposite, you know. Jesus listens to her. And his response, you know, uh, uh, his response to her is, hey, my mission really is to the Jews. And she counter counters that with saying, uh, well, you know, even the dogs uh, from the crumbs from the table, they receive, they receive uh, some of the crumbs from the table. In other words, she's insisting, she says, and she recognizes she's a foreigner, you know, by, I would say, her attitude. But she says, "Hey, there's a little, there's still room for me and my daughter." And uh, to me, it's it's just very curious to see how Jesus not only marvels at that, and uh, you know the whole thing about being a dog. It's curious because there are two words used in the Greek uh, for for uh, describing dogs. One is when you have a pack of dogs, sort of wild dogs, but there's also the dogs uh, that were used for pet pets at home and only here and in the version of Matthew is that word used so uh, you know uh, for those that say well Jesus treated her meanly etc and and called her a dog etc etc it's not really true when you look at the original language but she didn't take offense to that again she was desperate Uh, she was desperate uh, in a desperate situation and needed um, her daughter to be healed. I mean, it's that simple. And sometimes when we're up against the wall in critical moments in our lives, we see that, you know, that we, we just don't let go. And we, see, we call on God and we say, God, God, please now help me, you know. So um, it's, it's just fascinating. I don't know what you think, Elliot, about that, but. <laughs> no, that's really helpful. I mean, like, I like the way you said it. It's just Jesus was explaining and we understand that if you know when we read the whole story, the big picture, exactly. that he was his purpose in light of the Old Testament was to fulfill Israel's calling. Like I said, the promise to Abraham and the, to the descendants, and and that there was going to be a Messiah. And Israel fails in their calling to be, you know, God's chosen people through whom He's going to bring this redemption arc, right? And He's here to fulfill that purpose, but He has to do it 
as a right. Jew, as God's people. And so, um, but what's funny to me is that he's out there um, in a foreign land. What's he doing out there? You know, I don't know. Um, that's me speculating. Yeah. You know? But it's funny to me. Yeah, like, no, if, no, you're, exactly. if you're for Israel, then why, what are you doing out there? And then um, mm-hmm. he encounters this woman, explains this to her. Now, she must have understood, right? Because he, she calls him son of David. Um, so she must. Yeah, she, exactly. She understood the term, which we haven't gone in depth in yet. Um, but we've kind of touched on Very it here good in the episode. Yep. That he, she understands the lineage, she understands the promise, and somehow mm-hmm. she knows she's on the outside, but she wants in at least to. She wants That's in good. on the blessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, I know this is for the, the people of the lineage of David and blah blah, but I want in. I want a little bit of that, which is marvelous, right? Um, but then Jesus keeping quiet and then making it really hard on her has always been tough for me. I know that you could say it was like, well, it was like a pet. That's still harsh, you know, like, um, yeah, exactly. like, you exactly. know, but, um, it makes me think of when Jesus kind of did stuff like that. You know, he, um, later on, you know, I'm skipping ahead, but whenever yeah. after the resurrection, he's talking with two guys on the road to Emmaus. And then he, he it says, the scripture says that he, pretended i'm kind of paraphrasing here as if he was going to keep yeah. going and then they invite him like hey stay here with you and eat with us like he made it as if he was going to keep walking so it, it was as if he's like walking like hey are you going to invite me or not and then they're like oh come here and he's like oh okay because he knew they would do that i think i wonder if it was something similar where he knew this woman's character obviously being omniscient and then was kind of just poking at her and like because knowing she could um which, because she was, she was super witty, you know, that's a very witty response, like, well, we can't give it to the dogs, and she's like, well, even dogs get the crumbs, you know, I'm like, wow. That's right, she exactly. Was, uh... <laughs> you talk about a comeback, that was a great comeback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's it's worth noting in, in, in this whole thing, there's really no animosity as far as Jesus and her, you know. He's trying to explain in a way that she understands, listen, my mission really is, uh, not to the foreigners right now, but my mission is really to my people. And what you did was was very good in bringing the whole thing regarding the Messiah and the son of David. You know, we don't have all the details, but by her using that, you know, son of David sometimes refers to just someone who was uh, from Israel, but also it's a messianic title. So again, we don't really have uh, the clarity, I mean, when we when we look at the scripture here, how she was really using it. But either way, she was recognized, first of all, that Jesus, there was more to Jesus than just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't just a stranger that walked up, hey, we have somebody from Israel here, look at that. You know, there was more to it. And of course, we, we were speculating a little bit, but I think it's, it's what I call holy speculation. You know? <laughs> In other words, uh, we could, it could be a very good possibility. She had heard about Jesus, obviously, and uh, hearing about Jesus, uh, most probably uh, she heard about some of his miracles. We don't know which one, how many, or whatever, because she did come up to Jesus, and specifically, specifically for uh, healing, yeah. having healed uh to, to heal her daughter. She must have heard. So I think that's, yeah. yes, you know, someone, somehow the press got out there, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus was on the internet, you know, and <laughs> somebody viral. clicked. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, on YouTube, or uh, she saw a YouTube video of Jesus doing something. I'm only kidding people out there. But she did know, she did know, she did know 
yeah. uh, about Jesus. So how much she knew, obviously, uh, we see in the rest of the story. She had enough faith and courage because, again, uh, there being the animosity that there was between the Israelites and the Canaanites, uh, it's, it, it's something really worth noting and, and worthwhile in all in this whole discussion. And, of course, I think the attitude of the, of the disciples really demonstrates uh, the, the animosity between both groups. I mean, to mm. me, it's very clear, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's hard for us to understand, but I can picture, we can try to imagine, you know, what it would look like for sure. possibly your ancestors to be, you know, in war with these other people, probably, you know, casualties right. on both sides, and there's still a lot of hurt, you know, passed down after generations, exactly. you know, that they killed our ancestors, they destroyed this temple, that we destroyed them, and and then for... For her to come and ask for something was almost, I don't know, like disrespectful. Like, how dare you even approach us? You know, we don't know where their mindset was at. But but bringing it into our context, I like what you said earlier. You said uh, we can t do the same thing as Christians. Sometimes we judge someone from where they're from or where, the way they dress, what they are saying. And we're being, you know, uh, judgmental. We're having an opinion of this person. We're being we like the disciples. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> the, and I love how the Bible is so clear in that you know sometimes people talk about christians nowadays are so judgmental like we've always struggled with this we're humans you know and that's where we need to work at and i love how clear the scripture is and how um jesus combats that you know even though it seems like jesus was doing the same thing but at the end of the day i love at the end he he honors the woman he says your faith is great and like there's only a few times where jesus seems genuinely exactly. Um, in awe of uh, of a human, you know, like wow, you you did good, you know. Like he's, I almost imagine yep. with a smile, like a proud father, like your faith is great, a woman. Um, it is, and then of course it shall be done as you wish, and 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 does it, and does it. That's where the story ends. I wish we could know what the conversation yeah. with the disciples was after that, you know, like, what did you do Jesus? Yeah. And maybe he corrected them, maybe taught them. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's the gospel according to uh, Elliot, but. Um, that's right. We you have your version too, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We probably all do. But it's interesting going a little bit back before that. He says um, when she came up, um, so she she had probably heard that he was a healer, right? That's why she approached him. But then mm -hmm. she bows down before him and says, "Lord." And that to me is even greater than some, you know, some Jews treated him because some Jews treated him as a prophet or something. But she's bowing down before him, and that's um, I don't know. That's something that's just was saved for, you know, yeah. idols or, or, um, or deities, if I'm not mistaken. And she, um, and also, you know, people of high respect, like Kings, I remember, okay. uh, one of my trips to Africa, uh, it was, as a matter of fact, in the nation of Uganda, and it was sort of in the backwoods, you know, and, uh, I was treated as a, a special guest. I was to do some teaching and, uh, this, this family came out. Uh, from from uh, one of the smaller villages there. And it was the first time, and if I remember, probably the only time in my life that this happened to me, that the wife and uh, the young daughter came up to me, you know. And, of course, you know, here in, in the States and other parts, we just come up and shake your hands, you know. Mm -hmm. But there she just, they both prostrated in front of me, you know, like showing me such respect. I didn't know what to do, to be honest with you. Wow. I never had that ex 
experience. And then later I was told, no, it's just that you're regarded very highly because you're a teacher and you've come from so far to teach us, you know? So I was blown out of the war. So I would imagine it, it would be something like that, okay. you know? Uh, just a tremendous, tremendous respect. And again, let's not forget the need of the woman. She was desperate. She was desperate. She was really suffering a lot uh, due to the situation of her daughter. So, uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, situations draw us closer to God. And mm -hmm. that's what I, what I think happened here. And that's why uh, she just showed that great amount of respect uh, regarding Jesus. Yeah. Yep. And then I guess we could finish here. Why do you think Jesus calls that faith what she did, you know? Um, mm -hmm. What's... Um, how do you correlate yeah. that? Well, I'd say there's a couple of reasons. First of all, overcoming barriers. We mentioned some of the cultural barriers, you know. Uh, having access also, there were, I would say, probably barriers between, um, let's say, someone who was a foreigner and Jesus, who was not only uh, a rabbi, but someone with, let's say, certain fame. Uh, because we do know uh, that Jesus uh, became well-known, not only in Galilee, but in Judea, and even, you know, parts of Jordan and other parts, and of course here in Tyre and Sidon. So uh, I think those are some of the barriers that she overcame, and it takes courage. It takes courage. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know, but possibly maybe even people from her own town or family members said, what are you, crazy? Mm -hmm. You're going to go do what? You know, uh, so I think she was a woman of faith and uh, she saw in Jesus the possibility that he could heal, his, uh, that she could, that he could heal her daughter. That's what I wanted yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, it, and it does require, it does require faith. It does require faith. I like what you said. Faith requires courage. I like that. Yeah. I also would add, I think. She was humble, you know, like she was able to be ignored mm -hmm. and persistent and bow down and then yep. be called a dog and still persist. Like some people would be like, OK, forget you. Then, you know, there was this humility. That's right. Tour. Exactly. And then there was this persistence. And Jesus teaches that on this other time. We've mentioned it before where he like the, the story of a man who's knocking on the, the door of a friend and he's persistent right. and the door, the friend will come down and give him bread. So. There's this idea of persistence that goes hand in hand with prayer as well. And she definitely shows that she's um, almost stubborn in a good way. Yep. And I think, um, and again, I, this is me speculating, but this is from, I think what we can see of Jesus. I think that he knew she would, where she was at. And this is why he tests her this way. But, yeah. um, but anyway, a lot Very of good. Yep. And then a lot of people will say, you know, he was racist and stuff like that. But I think the, the point of the story is that Jesus is for the Gentiles and that's why, you know, this story is even included and, and yeah. this, you know, she is called a woman of faith and, and, and is painted in such a good light because if Jesus was fulfilling the purpose of Israel, Israel was supposed to be a light unto the nations and that was the ultimate that's thing. So here is a little glimpse of Jesus doing that, even though this isn't even Luke and in, in the gospel, including this, but even Matthew is including this story, I think for a larger uh, picture audience but let's not forget Matthew starts off you know with the genealogy which is usually what we always skip or many times <laughs> yep. skip you know <laughs> but it ends if you it, it's between the particular the role of Israel you know Jesus being the Messiah 
the son of David and the son of Abraham as Matthew starts off his gospel. But look at the way he ends his gospel. He ends it with what we call the Great Commission. Go mm-hmm. make disciples of all nations. Pantata ethne. In other words, all people. And it's also, we, we notice in the gospel, in the gospel of John, that uh, Jesus has an, uh, an encounter with a woman, the Samaritan woman. Again, we have here a woman. And she becomes part of the kingdom of God, you know. And uh, she tells her people, the Samaritans, and they realize that he's the savior of the world. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just, it, I mean, we could go on episode. for hours and hours. Yeah. No, and that's beautiful. Yep. And, well. Yep. I think that's a good place to end it. What do you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. So. No, no, no. I, I think we have a lot to chew on and really yeah. <laughs> very grateful for the stories in the Bible and people, their reaction and encounters with Jesus. Yep. Yeah. And all, I think that concludes this episode. Uh, interesting one for sure. And one worth, I think, pondering and but also seeing in the light of the whole story and everything Jesus did and, and the Old Testament and everything. So um, thank you, Dr. Nick. Definitely learned a lot likewise you. Elliot thank you all for listening and supporting us um, don't forget leave a review if you're listening to us on a podcast or like and subscribe if you're YouTube whatever it is you're listening do something it really helps the algorithm and uh, anyway <laughs> we'll see you all next time thank you for listening to the Jesus Table Podcast we pray that these conversations are a blessing for anyone seeking to know who Jesus is and for those seeking to know him even more.